0: Hey, okay, this is Dexter Sites. My name's Caleb Wood. My name is Billy Wood And
1: you're listening. You're listening to. You th- are listening th- to the Grom Report. To the GoPro Ground Report. To GoPro Grom Report.
2: On
0: Verb Moto. On Verb Moto. On Verb Moto. On Verb
2: Moto. Ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that the Verb Edit Contest is underway? You can go to verbmodo.com forward slash verb edit contest and find all the information you need to enter and edit to your heart's content with all of this incredible, incredible footage that has never been seen before. All that was shot by guys here at Verb, guys like Wes Williams, guys like Jason Crane. They shot the video and you're going to be the one editing it. Get those creative juices flowing, see some content that hasn't seen the light of day anywhere else on the internet, and just kind of put your own spin on it. You ever seen one of our videos and said, hey, I can do better than that? Well, here's where you can put your edit where your mouth is, and uh, edit and possibly win some killer prizes. All right, now let's get to the Grom Report. Welcome to another episode of the Verb Moto. Verb Grom Report here on the VerbPod Network, brought to you by our friends over at GoPro. I'm your host, Brad Gabhart. We've done about, I don't know, 25 of these so far, and we still haven't had the 15 on the orange machine. That's none other than Dawson Cobb. Dawson, how's it going?
0: Going good. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing just fine, my friend. It's been a long time since the uh, the last time we chatted, although uh, we go back and forth a little bit on text message, maybe a little bit on Instagram here and there. Uh, Ever since we met, down at the shoals over uh, the new year's weekend, uh you picked me up from the airport it was uh it was a quick in and out for me, but uh, I do appreciate those rides and I was pretty blown away by your speed while I was down here down there, man, so I had to call you up thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So Dawson Cobb, uh, I don't imagine, I don't think you're actually from Greenville, South Carolina, which is uh, just outside of the Shoals MX. Uh, Why don't you uh, do a little bit of introductory work for us, uh, for the folks at home who are listening, who are probably wondering who the heck
0: Dawson Cobb is. Yeah, I'm from, uh, I grew up in a little town called Honey Pass, South Carolina. It's like 20 minutes away from Anderson. Okay. And if you don't Anderson's at. Anderson's about twenty minutes from Greenville, so around the Greenville area.
2: Fair enough. So you are uh, you're sixteen years of age. Uh, picked me up from the airport, like I said, at Greenville, South Carolina, on the Thursday before uh, New Year's this last year. You were doing some riding with uh, Caleb Wood and the rest of the boys. Um, you're a Canvas MX athlete. You're an Oakley athlete. And uh yeah, like I said, off the rip, you've got some serious skills uh on two wheels. How long have you been
0: at it? I've been at it since well um, six years, so two thousand eighteen. See that
2: that's yeah. that's my favorite part about your story is that like for those who haven't checked you out on social media, if you haven't already che uh if you're not already following Dawson, Dawson where where can people follow you on social?
1: Uh, my
0: Instagram is DawsonCobb15, and then my Facebook is DawsonCobb.
2: Okay, so while people are listening to this, I unless you're driving, I highly recommend you going over to DawsonCobb15 on Instagram and check out some of the clips there because you'll probably have more than one eyebrow raised when you realize just how fast... Dawson truly is on only six real years of of training and, and riding at a, at a pretty serious clip. Like there's a lot of kids who sort of grow up within the sport. Uh, they're 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 50 kids, they're 65 kids. They're they spend a lot of time on super minis and 80s. They're they're kind of in the pipeline for oh the better part of maybe 10 15 years uh, before they go pro. And uh, yeah, you're you're that that's not your story. You've only really been at this at any a serious clip for about six years now and I gotta say I'm pretty impressed with just uh the level that you've been able to rise to and I think that kinda uh like that if, if anything is a pretty much a good testimonial um for the stuff going down uh in South Carolina, whether it's uh the shoals or, or any of the other amazing facilities down there.
0: Oh yeah, well I started like racing in two thousand eighteen, but I didn't like I went home school in tenth grade, I believe. Right. Yeah, I went – I was homeschooled – well, actually, I was homeschooled for the first half of ninth grade, and then – well, no, I went to public school first half of ninth grade, and then I missed so many days because of racing that they were going to try to make me go on weekends. So I started homeschool on the second half of ninth grade, and that's when I started taking it serious.
2: Yeah, no No. thanks to the, the, uh, the weekend school. So – um you, you obviously you've been to Loretta's. We saw you there this last year if i'm not mistaken uh you had a, you had a really good chance at the championship, although that was scooped away from you by uh by jadon cooper we've seen you at the verb classic as well um kind of walk me through what a normal sort of yearly schedule looks like for you obviously spring nationals is a very important thing uh qualifying for loretta's and making that part of your program uh but you also obviously race and train uh out of uh, the southeast so kind of g- walk us through sort of what that schedule looks like for you
0: yeah well right now i'm down at moto sandbox in florida for a month no big deal of course how's kenny oh yeah I haven't saw him yet. Okay. I saw Vial today. It's the first one I saw. So I think Chase should be coming out. But then I'll be here for a month, and then I'll go back home, get my race bikes ready for Daytona, come back to Florida, race Daytona. And it depends on how I do at Daytona. My dad said if I suck at Daytona, we're not going to Texas to do spring national. So I guess I got to do good. And then we go to Texas then we come back and we start hitting qualifiers for Loretta's and get all ready for that hopefully get qualified
2: yes sir uh you're you're going to be in the the B class this year uh so are you looking to be um like 458 like 450B um and 250B or are you looking for like 250B and limited? what 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 do you think you'll line up for
0: well at the races that like you can do more than two classes i'll be doing every one of them i'll be well yeah obviously yeah. Uh, Alright, my schoolboy two. And then, as I read this, my main focus is going to be schoolboy two and 250B. Hopefully I can. Those are some some heavy hitting
2: classes, man, dude. Like that's, that's your, uh, your Drew Adams from last year. That's, uh, uh, your Casey Cochran's from years gone by. Um, yeah, like that, that's a, that's essentially just, um, not to say that like it, the, the it sort of spread out, but like you, you've got some guys in that class that are are turning as fast, if not faster, lap times than you'll find in the uh, the 250A or even open pro sport.
0: Oh, yeah, they're a real deal, no doubt about it. So
2: when it comes to training for that. That is, it's gotta be a, a, essentially a full-time job. You are, uh, you're a student athlete. You're still, uh, not yet graduated high school. So you, I'm sure there is some time set aside for that. But, uh, on a week to week basis, um, like, what time are we shaking ourselves out of bed in the morning? Uh, like, how often are you on the motorcycle? How many hours? And uh with that comes a lot of maintenance, which comes with uh not only a lot of parts bills, but uh yeah, just a lot of time with your hands on the motorcycle. I know you do a lot of your own wrenching.
0: Oh yeah, well usually when I'm at the shows, we usually you gotta be at the be in the gym at seven fifteen, which is pretty Ooh. early. So you get there at seven fifteen, do like a little warm up workout. And we usually try to hit the track at nine. Ride till around one-ish. That's a good bit. And then we have another, like the real workout at two. Okay. After. And then I usually ride maybe two or three times a week. There's kids there that are riding every day, but I tend to, I don't ride as much. Like I rather just have a couple of good solid days
2: yeah you gotta some at some point you gotta have to have a, almost like a uh um quality over quantity uh when it comes to to seat time although um a, a good amount of seat time is certainly going to uh, uh result in some serious fitness as well um being down at the shoals, like right now you're at moto sandbox, but at the shoals you got characters like Caleb Wood, you have uh you have a- Alex Luger that's down there quite a bit um as well as uh one Wiley veteran goes by the name of Stu Baylor now he's essentially the big boss of the hot sauce over there he he's sort of directing traffic um what's it like training with a guy who like it's it's funny because Like when it comes to Stu, a lot of people think of him as a a little bit of a court jester. He's always having, he's, he's, he's having fun. But when it comes to training and riding and running that facility, uh, Stu is as, as serious as a heart attack. Take me through that.
0: Oh yeah. He's definitely serious, but it's fun training with him, but it sucks when he doesn't get tired. Yeah. How he does with that. Never, never shuts off yesterday. Not yesterday. Last week we were doing, riding the sand track near the shoals, and he did like an hour and 50 minute moto. Kill his bike ran out of gas, and he probably still would have went longer, but this track is like rough. I don't know how he did it, but he just never gets tired. How
2: do your hand, how does someone's hands last for an hour and, hour and 15 minutes? Like that's, that's essentially two back to back, uh, that's more than two back to back, um, th- th- uh, like 35 plus twos, like that. Th- those are uh, absolutely ludicrous. Like and, uh, is he is he keeping a decent pace the entire time or is he having to pace himself? Like I know they don't go all out the same way a motocross guy does or, or maybe he does. What,
0: what's the whole deal with that? Uh, I don't know. He's going pretty hard. Like he's making mistakes. Gets a little sketchy every now and then, but he doesn't stop. He, it isn't like he's just like pacing himself. Like he's, he's going. He's not just chilling.
2: Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. then how, how, like, how does that rub off on you then? Like, as, as one of his pupils, uh, you're one of the guys who sort of, uh, does their best impression of a sponge, uh, at every single one of these sessions where you're, you're sort of doing your thing. Um, like, how, how can that make you better as, as a professional, uh, one day, hopefully, uh, lining up with, uh, yeah, Eli Tomac and the rest of the boys?
0: I mean, yeah, you just watch him and learn from him. Like, see what he's doing, see what he's, just listen to him, listen to everything he says, just learn from him.
2: Okay. Okay. So when it comes to the amateur motocross side of things, getting support, very difficult uh I, I often refer to uh the, the world of of motocross trying to like trying kind to of get money out of motocross is like trying to get blood out of a stone it's just frankly not there all the time um who are some of your best supporters who are some of the relationships you've built over the last six years that uh they back you they back you consistently and, and they make sure that you're able to go uh to from race to race to race um on, on top of obviously the financial commitment that uh, your family makes as well
0: yeah, well, I got Michael Lee at Canvas. He's been hooking me up since last year, many years last year. And then Aaron Kane at Oakley is great. He always has me. He always has me ready. And then Nate Adams with Def Def Gloves. He always has me. He always has me good. Always uh-huh. has my back. Private chair Connection with Chuck Shirley. He does. I do like all my maintenance motor like bike work, but i haven't i don't go on the motors on my bikes, but he does all my all my like major stuff so private share connection helps me a lot integral electrical he helps me supports me uh hartwell Chevy air one all local businesses okay. my dad's friend help support me.
2: That's good to have some, uh, so not only your, your dad's obviously a huge supporter and and we're going to get into that a little bit, uh, later on here. Uh, but he's also got some, uh, some friends with some deep pockets that might be able to help you out as well. You'd mentioned that if, if, if Daytona doesn't go well, you're not doing spring nationals. And obviously like pressure can be a good and a bad thing. Um, Pressure can, can sort of make someone sort of fold up and not allow them to perform their best. And there's also people who can sort of grab grass and growl when it comes to a pressure cooker situation where their backs up against the wall and, and they need to perform. Uh, how does that work for you? And like when your dad says something like that, like essentially if we're not if we're not at the front of the pack for for Daytona, we're we're not continuing on. Does that light a fire, or does that make uh, Dawson Cobb kind of become a little bit of a shrinking violet?
0: I've had moments where I've cracked. Like the Reddits this year, I had a lot going on, and it definitely fell apart. Aside but, from the rain? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't even have to – well, I raced one mode on the rain. I got out of it because of my labrum. That's right. Which is good and bad. Well, wow. But, yeah, sometimes – I crack, but most of the time I use it as fire. It just encourages me to do it. Okay. Okay. But I understand why it's like that because that's a far drive out there.
2: How, how far is uh, Loretta's from where you guys are at?
0: It's around seven, seven hours, I believe. That's, not
2: that, that's, that's, like, like, I mean, Texas is
0: further. Yeah, Texas is definitely further. And you gotta leave, like, right after you're done racing that, they told her to head straight to Texas.
2: Yeah, so it goes Texas, and then it's, uh. Another Texas. Uh, there. Right, so he there's, goes, there's the Texas two-step, essentially, is what it is. Is you have, uh, the first one, which it was, is it still at Freestone, or now it's at... They it kept Freestone, but
0: I believe they moved from... from Underground to Oak Hill. That's right, that's it a, was Underground,
2: now it's gonna be Oak Hill, which, honestly, I, m- for me, like, you're a little bit too young to remember, but me growing up, like, just feasting on Verb videos back in the day from Oak Hill, Lake Whitney, stuff like that. Uh That was uh that was right up my my alley, so I'm I'm uh, ha- happy to see it go back to Oak Hill.
0: Yeah, uh, I've never I've never really been to any of those tracks, so it'll all be new to me.
2: Fair enough, fair enough. Um it does sound like you are possibly a little bit too far out of the jurisdiction for, for World Mini, cause that, that would be, uh, that would mean you going even further west and staying a- a- out of town a little bit further along. That's April, uh, 4th through 7th, so uh, it'd be a long time since you'd seen, uh, the friendly confines of the Shoals at that point.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be a long long time out
2: there so should i pencil you in as attending or a maybe
0: a maybe i can talk to my dad What's right. going on
2: hey, hey if you you light the world on fire uh more than likely your own man takes you racing just about anywhere um so when it comes to qualifying for loretta's uh like i mentioned earlier those are some hot hot button classes that you are going to be going after there's uh absolute ton of athletes in your age group that are looking to qualify in those classes um how do you go about selecting where you qualify uh does it matter where you particularly qualify i think you're obviously uh you've got a lot of skill um and by no means do i think that you'd be uh sort of uh, hard-pressed to qualify but you as well as i know you could show up to an area or a regional qualifier in florida and you got the better half of half the top 10 uh In a particular class showing up and and wanting to get their ticket on that weekend. um how do you go about handling that?
0: Oh, yeah, well, I usually just pick northeast and southeast and maybe go to like a mid east one and qualify for a regional there just in case it goes it. wrong. but yeah, I'll probably hit up the first region, whatever the one that was I think it's it might be northeast, but yeah, I'll head there, hopefully I can get my tickets. The first one's up always usually pretty packed so it's probably it won't be it's never really easy anything can happen I'm amazed how quickly these
2: things are coming up. Like uh we work obviously very closely with Mesquite MX. Um they're hosting us for the the verb uh the Gypsy 500. That's that's March 9th and then the following month uh we've got World Mini there. So we're there for at least two events, if not three by the end of the year uh on our shred tour and their first qualifier uh it's, which is a double double qualifier. I believe it's the mid Midwest, um, and then there's a Northwest that are all, it's both it's back-to-back weekend uh, on Saturday the, the February 17th and the 18th. So uh, in just two weeks' time, I guess that's three weeks' time, uh, we're already like deep into qualifies for Loretta's man. Like that, th- it's it's happening.
0: Yeah, it feels like we were just at Minios
2: straight sure up. It up. Quick, Do we want to talk about Minios, or are we just gonna gloss over that?
0: I mean, we could talk about it. It didn't go good, but yeah, I'll talk about it.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's dig into it. Uh, let's, uh, talk to me about your, your Minio's experience, which is French for experience.
0: It was pretty, it was, I had some good moments on supercross. It rained like before practice day and it made the track really weird the first day. It was like, like a sponge. It was, on practice day. I was the roughest. It was one of the roughest tracks. Like, it was weird. Never seen many of Supercross that rough. Mm. But I had some decent heats with like some top threes. Um uh I led some laps on one heat. I think Landon Hearts it was like a mix up of me, Landon Hearts and Fowler. And we we're going at it for a little bit and then I ended up second. So I had a couple good heats. I think I got on my mains, I wrecked on literally every start. Just got a pile up. It's unlucky. I'm not going to base it off luck, but it happens. So I had to come from the back, and coming from the back on many of supercross is not not ideal. So I ended up coming back to fifth in one class and maybe eighth or ninth in the one, I think. Just all right. And then Omoto. It was going good. I got some... I think I only got to race two heats. I got like a fourth, maybe. I was in second and crashed. Actually, I was in second on another heat. Crash. That happened a lot in Minios. And then, in another heat, I had one bad crash that ended my ended my week. Stu actually made me told me to hang it up. Stu told you to hang it up. So you get both
2: messages from from Stu, like to to not quit as well as hang up the boots.
0: Well, I was, I did hit my head pretty hard.
2: Okay, so that was more of a safety
0: thing. Yeah, and I landed on my bad shoulder from Loretta, So my shoulder was messed up, head was messed up. Mm-hmm. I actually cut my eye open somehow. You cut your eye open? It was like a, it went, my eye wasn't open, but there was a pretty good cut, like, coming out the side of my, eye down my face. Jeez,
2: dude. So, do you have to get a replacement set of Oakley's after that? Or is that what got us with Aaron Kane in the first place?
0: Now that the Oakley's probably helped me. I probably got a good out of that because I think it's from a sprocket or a peg. Oh, God. So my head landed on my kid's wheel. Good Lord. But Oakley's are fun.
2: Uh, hey, uh, like, uh, Aaron actually hooked me up as well. So, uh, I've been, uh, been enjoying the, the Oakley train as well. So you'd mention like, obviously we're going to hit, uh, Daytona, then possibly spring nationals. If not, uh, if we don't, uh, perform to the best of our ability. Um, and if you don't and you head back, would you be heading back to Shoals to train? Or are you going home? What's the deal? I'll
0: probably come home from Daytona. Maybe take like a week off and then possibly go back to the shoals and then might mix it up and go to Daniel Blair some. Okay. And then I might come back to Sandbox. Depends on how all this goes. Okay. it up. That's a good
2: plan right there, honestly. Like I think you're gonna you're gonna have yourself a lot of fun. I, I do hope that you have some success at uh Daytona so that we can hear all about uh your escapades in any efforts in, in Texas. Would you raise both of them? Would you like, if you're going to head all that way, you'd probably go straight from, um, straight from.
0: What's the yeah. I would, if I go all the way out there, I'm definitely free
2: And are they close to each other in any way? I'm not like, I, I, I apologize for those listening. I don't have, uh, uh, the, the geography of Texas. Um, like at 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 the beck and call, I I do happen to know that if they if they separated from the United States, which is a hot button issue for this uh, this particular news week, uh, they would somehow become like the 40th biggest country in the world.
0: I have no idea like yeah, they're where big. they're at. I don't know how far they are from each other. I assume they're not like too far. Hmm.
2: All I know is that I, I remember last year uh covering Freestone with uh with Verb that uh it was a common theme that on the last day of racing, uh basically anyone who has done their motos, they were just packing up and going straight to the next one. Yeah,
0: that's a lot.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's lots of racing, but hey, that's that's what keeps this whole machine going, man. Um like racing and attention and coverage and that that uh gives opportunity for uh more promotion of products and more people are buying products and uh yeah that's how makes the whole thing continues to roll um so like any goals for yourself i know you've been riding some supercross is there any chance that we see you at a uh, uh at a futures race or uh, or possibly one of the scouting combines during the summer months
0: I'll definitely be, or I'm going to hopefully be at the scouting combines, but I'm probably going to lay out a futures this year since Mini since O's. I've only rode a handful of times. I haven't really been riding a lot, just taking a little break. Okay. But, so I'm not like 100% ready for Supercross yet, so I'm going to wait until next year to do futures. But then my goals, I don't really say much, but I want to be a title contender and hopefully bring home some titles. Okay. That's no, I think it's fine to have,
2: uh, some serious goals and, 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 uh, like sometimes you have to speak things into existence or just, uh, yeah, just, just make, make it known that you're, you're, you're mean in business when you come out to the, to the track on race day. Um, what's something that, uh, that Dawson Cobb needs to work on, on the track as far as, uh, bike skill, fitness, you name it. What, what's something that, like, is, like, an admitted, uh, admittedly, uh, hole in your game right now that you're working on fixing?
0: Definitely my mental side. I'm okay. my biggest. Con- I've, I've been my only problem basically. Well, no, I'm okay. not saying only problem. I'm not perfect, but like my mental, definitely held me back. I gotta figure that out.
2: Okay, and w- and what are we doing to uh, to work on that? Just getting yelled at by Stu?
0: No, I just gotta take less. I get mad when I ride, which is good and bad. But sometimes I get too mad get mad at myself Mm -hmm. and then it just doesn't go good so i gotta figure out how to ride with no emotion
2: yeah be a little bit more even keel out there don't let the uh often guys who ride sort of uh with their emotions on their sleeve end up uh uh yeah you can that's an easy way to take a dirt nap here and there
0: yeah i've taken a couple of dirt naps
2: they're not too bad. Actually, if you got the, like, it's pretty soft dirt out, uh, if you, especially if you're at that sand track, that'd probably be, like, it's kinda like, kinda life's a beach, you're just sort of, like, enjoying yourself. That
0: wouldn't be too bad. Well, the sandbox actually has some, like, clay and stuff. Oh. Uh, we've been riding the north track, I believe. It's, it's sick. It has pretty much every type of dirt. Sand, clay. They have, like, this white dirt that's not sand. I don't know what it is. It's on the, it's only on the Supercross track, though, but. I've only ridden one track here so far, but I like it.
2: Fair enough. So what's the what's the accommodations like? Are you staying in a cabin there? Do you have uh, a fifth wheel with a hookup? What's the deal?
0: So I my dad drove my motorhome down, and we have a hookup here. But I drove the Sprinter down following him. But he's staying here for the first week uh, going around working at auctions down here and he's going to ship trucks back to the dealership back in, back at home. Uh-huh. So he's still working down here but after this first week he's going to head back home and then I'm going to be by myself until oh. I'll leave the last week of February, go back home and then build all my race bikes and come back.
2: Fair enough. So uh, are are you uh, are you responsible enough to be left by on your own? Are you going to get all your work done? Uh, if there's not someone look over, looking over your shoulder or
0: are you going to slack off? Yeah, I'll get it done. I'll I put enough. Yeah, I'll I'll get all this stuff done. Okay. That's...
2: So, w- when approaching a, a company for sponsorship, what do you feel they're looking for? And if there's a prospect prospective sponsor who happens to be listening to the Grom Report right now, uh, what kind of athlete are they getting if they follow if they uh, support you?
0: Uh, I'm um, I take my social media very good so. Take care of that stuff, and then pretty entertaining. I can make some. I can make some videos and stuff. But uh, I would love to get like a Alpine Stars or boot deal or a helmet deal because I'm paying full price for boots. But well, I'm getting not full price. I'm getting a Chuck Shirley's helped me out a little bit, but it'd be nice to get a good deal. But yeah, I'm very. I put in the work. I hope I can put in the results to show off whatever brand sponsors me and decides to help me.
2: Fair enough. So it sounds like the resume is still open for 2000 and uh 2024 if uh, if someone's trying to to jump on the program. Uh well Dawson, it's a it's a bit of pleasure to have you on the show man. 30 minutes to sort of talk about uh you as an athlete and uh and what you're looking to accomplish throughout 2024. appreciate you coming uh, and making some time. For the Verb Moto Grom Report brought to you by GoPro.
0: Uh thank you for letting me be on it. Uh
2: last last chance for you, buddy. Uh give me uh throw down some sponsors for me. Let me know who uh who helps you out and uh yeah, give those companies some love because uh they're what's making this whole thing happen.
0: Uh the show's MX, Tracy and Russ Wood two Factory Connection, J V Films. Uh, Hartwell Chevy, Integral Electrical, Air One, Oakley, Canvas, Def, uh, Guts Racing, Matrix Concepts, Dunlop, Factory Connection, A&D Auto Sales, and everybody else.
2: Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut things off right there. Thank you guys for checking out another episode of the Grom Report here on Verb Moto. Reminder that all the Grom Report episodes are always brought to you by GoPro and the GoPro Grom Quest. You've got an awesome Grom Quest going on. Uh, You can go check out the website and find out some more information. But honestly, guys, right now it's all about the Verb Edit Contest. There's some young aspiring editors out there. Everyone's got either Final Cut or Premiere Pro or whatever it happens to be. Heck, you could be editing on your phone. It's all in Dropbox, it's all available, go watch it, edit with it, get all of those creative juices flowing and create something very unique and special and you know what, we might just uh, bring you into the, the fray and um, give you a full time job. I don't know if that's actually on the table, um, probably going to get in trouble for even saying that, but who knows, crazier things have happened, hell I work for Verb, so pff, anyone else can. Alright guys, well, appreciate you guys checking this out And uh, given the fact that we talked to Dawson a little bit about going to the ranch Here's Zach Heron with Out at the Ranch
1: Welcome to Best 42 in the land All ages from kids up to grown men Walk through the gates of the comb. Daughter to make a point clearer than the creek water. Oh, who's the best? Who's it gonna be in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee? Can you feel the adrenaline? Dirt flies, hypnotized by the spin. Hear the crowd, Pit bikes and rally fans play the national anthem and everybody stands. Smell the smoke from the two strokes riding by the 30 second cards on its side. It's to get it! Can you feel the adrenaline? Dirt flies hit by the wheel spin. Hear the crowd everybody's whistling. Line on the fence. If you can put it all together This one week of racing could change your life. Everybody knows this is where it all begins. Do what you gotta do for 20 plus 2.